Chapter 2 of Paul, a Herald of the Cross. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Paul, a Herald of the Cross by Florence M. Kingsley. Chapter 2 In the House of Judas. Tis a strange case and most untoward. I would gladly have aided the Holy Council of Jerusalem in suppressing this deadly heresy, but in a heathen city and unsupported by outside authority, what could we do? If the man do not speedily recover his wits, we must report the matter. Thinkest thou that he will recover? Judas shrugged his shoulders. Nay, how can I tell? There was a light, sayest thou? Lightning, perchance. And yet... How could that be out of a cloudless heaven? There was a light, said the other vehemently. I myself saw it, as did the others of our company. There was also a sound, as of a voice, a terrible voice, but the sound was void of meaning. A slight incredulous smile flitted across the attentive face of his listener. If there chanced to be a cloud overhead, we should say that the sound was thunder. There was no cloud, I tell thee, said the other hotly. The heavens were as clear as they are at this moment. Well, what was it then? The man who was called Silas Benezra dropped his eyes in silence, seemingly intent on nothing more important than the pattern of the rich Persian carpet beneath his feet. It is evident that thou hast an opinion, friend, continued Judas. Come, explain the matter according to thy thought concerning it. Thou wast an eyewitness. Ben Ezra raised his head and looked squarely into the face of his host. I will tell thee what I think hath befallen the man, he said, and there was a shade of defiance in his low tones. He beheld the crucified Nazarene and was rebuked of him. What sayest thou? cried Judas angrily. Art thou also apostate, who wert chosen by the holy Sanhedrin to perform this sacred mission? If it be heresy to believe the evidence of one's senses, then am I apostate, declared the other boldly. Saul answered the voice, twice answered he, and after this manner. First he cried out as one greatly astonished and afraid, Who art thou, Lord? And afterward, what wilt thou have me to do? The man was crazed by the heat, said Judas, with an easy wave of his hand. "'Tis no less than the act of a fool to travel at midday in this clime.' Ezra's black eyes flashed angrily. "'Think as thou wilt, my worshipful host,' he said coldly. "'And I also, who was eyewitness, will hold to mine own opinion of the matter.' "'Nay, but friend,' said Judas softly, "'hast thou duly weighed and considered the matter aright? "'Thou hast as yet spoken of this to no other save myself. "'But,' And if thou shalt return to Jerusalem and say to the most holy and reverend high priest, Saul hath had a vision of the Nazarene, whom ye lately slew, and hath been smitten with blindness because of his glory, what then will befall thee? Will it not be better to say Saul was smitten with the fierce heat of the sun, insomuch that he fell to the earth blind and senseless? For because of his zeal in thy service he was traveling at midday. If it was in truth a vision... Then let the man declare it for himself and bear the consequences thereof. That is, if ever he recover his lost wits, which I myself doubt. Ben Ezra stroked his beard in silence for a time. 
Then he said slowly, Thou hast spoken words of wisdom, and I have heard and understood. Also, it is an evil thing to be an apostate, and a foolish thing to interpret a vision which hath appeared to another. For the present I will not return to the Sanhedrin. The others of the company may report the matter as seemeth best to them. As to the man himself, pursued Judas, if indeed he be mad, or if an unclean spirit hath entered in and taken possession of him, he must needs go forth into the desert. So shall he recover himself, if it be the will of Jehovah. Thou wouldest not thrust him forth blind and helpless as he is, said Ben-Ezra aghast. If Jehovah hath smitten him, or if the evil one hath obtained the mastery over him, it signifieth one and the same thing according to the law, said the other judicially. He hath gravely sinned, and it ill becometh man to strive against unseen powers. Besides all this, he that hath disordered wits is unclean, and polluteth the house of a righteous man. How now, Malak, what wouldest thou? I kiss thy feet, most worshipful master, replied the slave, who had noiselessly entered the apartment. There is a man without who desires entrance, one Ananias, a Jew. He would see Saul of Tarsus. Admit him at once, and conduct him to our presence. I would fain know his errand with the man. The slave bowed himself before his master, and withdrew, to return a moment later followed by a man, upon whom both Judas and Ben-Ezra fixed their eyes with some curiosity. Greetings, friend, said Judas. Thou art known unto me by reputation as one that is zealous for the law and also for the peace of Israel. I am glad, therefore, that thou hast sought my dwelling. Most welcome in these troublous times is the converse of holy men. Ananias bowed his head courteously in response to these greetings. My errand is with one Saul of Tarsus, who is abiding under this roof, he said gravely. I pray you to conduct me without delay into his presence. Thou art not aware, then, that the worshipful rabbi met with a lamentable mischance on his journey hither, replied Judas suavely. He hath continually remained upon his bed, neither eating nor drinking, nor holding converse with any man since he arrived in Damascus, this being also the third day. I myself have visited him a score of times, and have sent for diverse wise men and physicians. Some hold that he hath been smitten by the power of the sun." others that an evil spirit has entered into him. For myself I know not what to think, but I am the more grieved concerning the matter, since the man had come hither on a most godly errand, that of purging the synagogues of Damascus of them that blasphemously declare a certain Galilean named Jesus, lately crucified in Jerusalem because of his crimes, to be the Christ foretold of the prophets. The sensitive face of Ananias flushed, and his eyes burned with righteous anger. Beware, lest thou also ignorantly fall into the grievous sin of blasphemy, he said sternly. Because thou hast not known the Christ, thou mayest be forgiven. But I have both seen him and know him. And I know furthermore that that which I declare unto you is true. Jesus of Nazareth is the Christ of God, the Savior of Israel, whom also, with murderous hands, the chief priests and elders at Jerusalem put to death. But thanks be to Jehovah, he hath overcome the grave, and is set down at the right hand of eternal power. It was this living Jesus that appeared unto the man Saul, by the way, when he would have brought chains and death into Damascus to them that believe. 
and behold i am sent unto him to deliver him out of his blindness and to declare unto him the word of peace make haste therefore and show me where he lieth judas regarded the speaker with open disdain it is sad indeed to see a righteous man the victim of such an unlawful and unholy delusion he said icily if there be many such in damascus the wisdom of the sanhedrin of jerusalem is abundantly proven i only regret that their erstwhile able emissary hath been prevented from performing his duty in the meantime i will conduct thee to the chamber of the stricken man if only to prove that thou art miserably deceived as i have declared to you the man hath been blind and dumb for three days so likewise did the christ remain during three days in the tomb and on the third day he arose into newness of life murmured ananias as if to himself ben ezra regarded the pale face and shining eyes of the stranger with awe instinctively he drew away a little from judas who had risen to lead the way to the chamber of saul he is here said their host briefly drawing aside the heavy curtains which served to shut out the light of day from a small chamber on their right ananias paused on the threshold signing authoritatively to the two men that they should remain without then he entered the chamber which in truth was the tomb of a fruitless life upon a couch in one corner lay the motionless and apparently rigid form of saul his face turned toward the wall his hands clenched ananias advanced without hesitation kneeling down at the bedside he laid his hands upon the prostrate man and said in a clear voice brother saul the lord even jesus that appeared unto thee in the way as thou camest hath sent me that thou mightest receive thy sight and be filled with the holy spirit blasphemy cried judas starting forward mine house is polluted let be man lest the curse that hath been lifted from him fall upon thee said ben ezra grasping him by the arm dost thou not see that a miracle hath been wrought judas drew back and stared as if spellbound into the chamber saul had turned himself upon his bed he raised his trembling hands to his eyes thank god he cried aloud i see then he looked steadfastly upon ananias as if he would fain remember to eternity that face shining with love and joy the god of our fathers hath chosen thee said ananias softly that thou shouldest know his will and see that just one and shouldest hear the voice of his mouth for thou shalt be his witness unto all men of what thou hast seen and heard and now why tarriest thou arise and be baptized and wash away thy sins calling on the name of the lord and when judas heard these words and when he saw that saul was risen from the bed whereon he had lain and that he had indeed been restored he was greatly amazed also he was angry fetch food and drink he commanded his servants and set before the man that he may eat and fetch him fair raiment that he may be clothed for he is my guest but he himself withdrew to an inner chamber of his house ananias perceived that he was offended nevertheless he baptized saul straightway in the water of the fountain and afterward he urged him to take some meat come i pray thee he said sojourn at my house for a space and the brethren shall strengthen thy heart so the two went away together but silas ben ezra remained in the house of judas of all men in damascus he was that day the most miserable 
being divided betwixt a longing to seek Ananias, and to declare to him, I also believe in this Jesus, of whose glory I have been witness, and as a and a desire to stand well in the eyes of the rich man Judas, and before the Sanhedrin, in whose service he had come thither. When it was evening he arose and went away out of the city, and was seen no more of them that were in his company, nor yet of Judas. And when after the seventh day he returned not, they concluded that he had fallen unawares into the river, or that a beast from the desert had devoured him. These matters must be reported to the Sanhedrin at Jerusalem, said Judas, to Ben-Ahaz, one of the temple officers who had been deputed to accompany Saul. The man should himself be fetched back to Jerusalem that he may answer for his madness before the high priest, said Ben-Ahaz, frowning, for I hear that he hath even been baptized in the accursed name. They went therefore to the house of Ananias, but it was told them, Saul hath gone away into the wilderness to be alone for a space but whither he hath gone we know not. He is assuredly mad, said Ben-Ahaz. He returned back to Jerusalem, therefore, and declared before the Sanhedrin that Saul had fallen into a state of grievous madness, and that he had fled into the desert no man knew whither. As for Ben-Ezra, he forgot to make mention of him. End of chapter 2 Recording by Scarlet, Louisiana